This is Imani of Modern Mystic Chronicles podcast, inspiring curiosity and magic through storytelling of modern mystic living. With our story for today's episode, written by myself, host, Imani Quinn, titled, Who Knew It All Started at Two Night Stand with Drew? I was eight years old. We lived in the Patterson Street house, my mom, my older brother, and I. My dad is a musician and he lived two hours away in Portland. I think he had just come back from a tour with his band and he was staying in Eugene with us for a while. Most people ask me, when did your parents get divorced? And I have to explain to them my parents never married. I never understood the context of their relationship as a child. I just knew mom was there. My mom sent me to a therapist when I was a kid. I would play with the dollhouse and the lady would always ask me about my dad. I never wanted to talk about him. I didn't understand why she brought him up. I just thought I was going to play with all the toys. Clearly, I was a mama's girl. My mom didn't verbally teach me that we were independent women who didn't need men, but a kid learns what she sees. So my dad is staying with us. I'm eight and we're in the Patterson Street house. And while my mom was at work, my dad was quote unquote watching me at the house. He was practicing his guitar in the downstairs guest room while I played by myself. I was having none of it, so I kept going to the door to get his attention. Since he wouldn't come out and play with me, I decided to call the cops on him. Now as a child, I did not understand the implications of calling the cops on a black man. I was a kid, and I was raised by my white mother, so these early race education talks had not happened for me. In my mind, this man isn't paying any attention to me, so I wanted to get him out of my house or make someone else make him pay attention to me. And therapist lady? No, I don't want to talk about it. I'm 33 now. I've done a lot of work on my relationship with my dad and men, but this early childhood dynamic still rears its ugly head. Through the years, I've come to accept my dad for who he is and build a relationship that works for me as an adult. But as a daughter, it's disheartening when your dad doesn't measure up to what you wish you had. So let me take you on a quantum timeline ride for a moment. Now it's October 2021, and I've been single and in a dry spell for a while, which isn't abnormal for me, but my favorite tarot astrologer reader on Instagram told me that I had a new romantic cycle starting, and I believed him and desperately needed it to be true. I was tired of the reoccurring dreams of old love interests and old storylines, I went to a Wednesday evening music night at a social club in Los Angeles with some friends. There was a gentleman there, a friend of a friend, Drew. Drew had an eclectic style, clearly a creative. He reminded me of someone I knew. Don't they always? The ones that you start something with, always looking to clear old karmic lessons with a new but familiar face. He happened to live on the same street as an old friend of mine and significant collaborator but that's a quantum entanglement for another day. Girl, we had fun breaking that dry spell. We worked it out. Now, quickly after that, the red flag started blaring. So this became one of those one and a half visit situations. Grateful for the experience, but we're done here. Months later, it's the day before Christmas and he texts me. I ignore it. Like, what was I supposed to say? Then he calls me. I don't answer. But I finally text back, 
and said I was with my mom for the holidays. He asked to join, saying he was all alone for the holidays. Like, for real? You want to hang out with a two-night stand and her mother for Christmas? Damn, get the cancer astrological sign where it hurts. I didn't respond, and quite honestly, I was perplexed by the whole situation. I felt for him, but boundaries. Now for the next quantum timeline on this train, it's May 2022, and I just got invited on an Ibogaine journey, which is one of the most revealing spiritual journeys that anyone could go on. As a quantum healer that has worked with shamans and gone through initiations before, I was ready with a can-do attitude for whatever was going to show up. So it's the day before I embark out of the country for this Ibogaine journey, and I'm at a friend's birthday and jam session. I'm cruising through the evening, saying my hellos, guessing everyone's astrological sign, flashing an oracle card, a mystic doing mystic things. As I'm about to leave, I'm talking to Dom, who is part of a band with a few of the members there this evening. Everyone was a good time. The night nears its end for me, and I tell Dom my goodbyes, and he says, you're not leaving, with a sly smile on his face. Okay, Dom, I see you. Earlier in the evening, I had been scolded by my good friend for not putting myself out there. So Dom was shooting his shot and I was gonna say yes. Now mind you, I usually stay away from musicians seeing as my dad is a musician and Dom had long dreads just like my dad, another character trait I usually stay away from. It wouldn't even take a mystic to realize that Dom ran some strong parallels to my dad. Honestly, he did with his career what my dad probably wished he had done. Got a master's in music, played with the greats. Don't get me wrong, my dad is good. But if the math was mathing, it was mathing in Dom's favor on career trajectory. Anywho, so Dom ends up talking to me the whole time I'm on my Ibogaine journey out of the country. Actually, through the process of being on Ibogaine, I was in contact with two people most, my mom and Dom. My dad would check in, but he doesn't have a smartphone, so talking to him was a bit more difficult. And telling the therapist about my dad at the Ibogaine Retreat Center was work enough for me. Hey, I'm aware, but not perfect. And though I love my dad and have been building a deeper emotional bond with him, I was not in the mood. Ibogaine didn't care. It wanted me to deal. So once I come back from Ibogaine, things get pretty hot and heavy with Dom. Like I knew we were both in different places in our lives, me wanting a relationship, him just coming out of one, but I really wanted it to work with him. He just went through one of the most intense experiences I'll ever experience in my life with me. Of course I wanted him to stay. He also did all the things I would want someone to do. I went to one of his shows when I got back into town, and after the show, he asked me to kiss him at the bar. Yes, I was being that girl. The next day, he took me to his friend's show. He put his arms around my waist and chin on my shoulder. We traded off getting each other drinks. He held my hand on the walk to the car. I was living my best relationship fantasy. And it was just that, a fantasy that could not be upheld. When the cracks started to show fast, I told the Ibogaine therapist, but why? She said, you know why. I said, yeah, because I'm supposed to look at my relationship with my dad. That's where this is leading. And she replied, I didn't say it. You did. So this is where spirit has an intervention with me. Are you ready? I wake up one morning a week after Ibogaine and get the biggest, most unexpected spiritual gift I could ever imagine. 
My mom tells me she found a DNA match on our ancestry account, and it looks like I have a brother from my dad named Drew. <laughs> so remember when I had a two-night stand in October with a Drew that wanted to spend Christmas with me and my mom? Yeah. Welp. This whole time I had a brother the same name and age as me, 32, who lived in home state and didn't know it. Clearly, Spirit knew I wouldn't be open to my dad, so they sent Dom, who was heavily in my life the week that I found out about my brother Drew. Even writing this, I think about the spiritual implications of this story and how deeply rooted those energy lines run. It's wild. Did Dom even know how impactful he was to this story? Do any of us bear weight to the spiritual roles we play in each other's lives? And here I am looking back on my life eight months prior, going into a social club and meeting Drew, thinking I was just starting a new romantic cycle, not knowing that spirit was beginning to unravel the deepest mystery of my life, a brother whose presence I missed for 32 years without even knowing I was missing it. And the question remains, why were we separated for so long? Why was it at 32 that it was time for us to meet? Granted, we have different mothers, the same father, so we are half but eight months apart, and I met the first Drew eight months before my brother Drew. The universe is a mastermind creator with no peace out of place. Everything has a purpose. Every closed door, every person that you come across, you never know what deep secret of the universe they hold. And my dad, where this all started, all the emotions came bubbling up, the ones I just wanted to close off as a child in the therapist's office and get rid of my dad in the house. But as the hyper-masculine, independent stature of a woman that I learned from my mom and my upbringing started to dismantle, I had to acknowledge that even a new brother can't fix what I needed most from my dad, for him to show the fuck up and every man after him. So what's the lesson? It's still being discovered. I'm still looking through the puzzle pieces in my therapist's office at eight years old. But spirit is always there, sharing gems even when they seem unassuming and insignificant. They are always the most important piece of the story in that moment. Moral of the story? Never discount a two-night stand with Drew from a night out at a social club. I am host, I'm Monique Quinn, and author of today's story. I am a quantum mystic reader offering tarot divination, energy work, and mediumship to clients, and I am co-author of Astrology SOS, an astrological survival guide to life. Our tarot card pull for today's story is the magician. What a great archetype. It is the master creator that put this whole story, every nuance, every little whisper of a message into place. The magician is the master manifester, an acknowledgement of the knowing that I felt every time spirit showed up through a person in the story. And myself, the magician, being able to decode every piece of information that came to me in order to see the bigger story unraveling around me. Yes, it happened to me, but I also became a part of the unraveling in order for there to be a story to tell. If you feel inspired to share your own mystical story, you can share with us on our website at imaniquinn.com at the submission link under Modern Mystic Chronicles Podcast. Big love, Imani.